nerds, and welcome to your weekly dose of all that is pop culture and nerdum with your three favorite fat nerds. That's right, it's time for the flagship Three Fat Nerds podcast, better known as 3FN. And of course, we are always coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. I am your host, my name is Rich, and joining me every week, as they always do, my wonderful friends. First off, he is the man who just this past weekend kicked the living shit out of a Wendigo. I'm talking about Ron. What? What's happening? Man, you showed that shapeshifter who was fucking boss, didn't you? I did, I did. That's right. And then, of course, he is the man that doesn't need an introduction, yet he has the longest introduction in all of podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you hashtag Big Natty Cool, hashtag Mad Dog Strong Style, hashtag Challenge Accepted, hashtag Diesel Malenko, because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. He is the leader of the Minnows Gang and is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the man, the myth, and the legend rolled into one jolly old fat bearded ginger feller. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Diesel. Hey, Minos, get ready. We're relocating to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're going to get us some wives. Before we go any further, I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to change up. You're starting to get some white in the beard, man. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I, I shouldn't talk because yeah. I have a lot of yeah. white in my beard, but man, I just noticed that yeah. when I was telling you a ginger bearded feller. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, we're starting to get a little bit of white in there. He's becoming distinguished. 38's not treating you well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm least, the silver fox. <laughs> at least you haven't lost all your hair yet. You, yeah. you got the spot in the back that's starting to like to go. But yeah. once again, I shouldn't be shitting on you because, <laughs> let's be honest, I have no hair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been holding on to this for a while. But, yeah, the, the, the couple of whites are starting to be like creep in and get more and more uh, prominent. <laughs> I only noticed the back of your head the other day. And I was like, eh, it's not that bad. But it's still, it's still not full like it used to be. Yeah. But if you grew your hair out, it would cover yeah. right up. Yeah. But uh, the beard, I was just—I'm just taking it back now. I'm taking it <laughs> back. He's gonna be—he's gonna be with me and Ron pretty soon as <laughs> pretty a soon. as a silver as a silver fox, if you will, or in our case, uh, a, and to borrow for moose, a silver moose. A silver. Uh, we're oh. way bigger than foxes. <laughs> way bigger. But with that being said, uh, you mentioned Lancaster. Uh, you were in the wonderful Amish uh, uh, area of Pennsylvania, and then Lancaster. Uh, what were you there for, and uh, how was it? We went down there for a free 4K Magic the Gathering tournament. Which was a lot of fun, but I don't think the uh, event coordinators really expected the turnout that they got. But when you throw free in front of a big magic tournament, people are going to show up. Yeah. Um, we had about 300 people there. Uh, delay for the tournament, but the tournament was very well ran, but they did the best they could with what they had. But uh, I went one and one and decided to drop because it wasn't really fat guy friendly. And I was like, I know I'm going to be stuck in this middle section. And I don't want to be like, play my round and awkwardly have to sit there for 15 minutes before I can get out. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. But it was a good time. They they did run a good event. And um, Modern's at a good place. It, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, did you uh, play any D&D this week or is it this week coming up? Nope. Your- uh, D&D got postponed. Uh, we are scheduled to play tomorrow so okay. fingers nice. crossed nice nice fingers nice. crossed speaking of a guy who i know definitely played D this week yes. uh ron what did uh beside you tell us uh, about your D in your group but also tell us what else you did this week well this week was pretty uh quite and dry it wasn't really much going on i had a supervisor's test on saturday blah 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 um went and saw antlers on sunday decent horror movie i you know don't want to give anything away there's a couple things in there that i'll talk with rich about later when he sees it um i did play on the wednesday group uh and we also played friday group so quick 
recap on Wednesday. We are still... We finally got off the island. We finally did all the fetch quests, so to say, to get off the island that was keeping us there. And the question was, if we do this, basically everything on this island loses all its magical properties. All the people that are there, that have been there for a thousand years, will regain all their memories and realize that they've been dead for ever and whatnot. And so we had to make that decision. If we we could have ended the campaign there and just stayed there, because it would have kept the falling star thing alive blue pill red pill type of shit. yeah and, and of course we didn't do that so um there you know there was a incident at the end where you know the happening of how powerful is something a magical item should it happen should it not happen as uh ryan tried you know the new guy tried to persuade that you know like hey it doesn't really matter what happens you know, it just inexperienced type of deal, but you know, it didn't wasn't anything major. We all talked about it afterwards to give them some advice and all that stuff. So it's like always be willing to talk. You know, but overall, it was a fun night all around. Uh, Friday night, finally got the Friday night group back together. Only four of them showed up because you know life is a thing. And uh, so I did a little side fetch, you know, a little side one shot quest, which I took uh, part of the from the original Ravenloft book. Uh, uh, the wolf's den which they didn't do originally so i just took that and put them in that scenario to fix something that i forgot about in tomb of annihilation that i didn't let them see mm-hmm. so i can used it to my advantage to fix something that will help them out when they you know play again which is fine it happens i told them you know this is why i'm doing it and they got it and because they partaked in it um yes and i did it full force how it was in the book the whole wolf den type of deal and they didn't show up with the guy they're supposed to show up with for obvious reasons because they weren't there so you know they were you know probably going to lose if they didn't figure a way out of it but they figured it out so i gave them magical items and they were happy so that's about it you know pretty simple yeah other than working friday night i went and froze my balls off watching my kid playing a playoff game Uh, unfortunately they lost but that means i at least don't have to freeze my balls off this week so i guess there is a silver lining to that (laughs) but uh shout outs to the the johnson city wildcats varsity football team on uh playing hard all year and then uh saturday well also friday night we came home and watched a little bit of hybrid pro wrestling i'll be talking about on 607 tws also sunday jcw's uh series of survivals was on so i checked out some wrestling and of course uh saturday we went to the uh excite we went to act the x in the oakdale mall for excite wrestling all three of those items we're talking about on 607 tws obviously out everywhere uh either uh, well not out everywhere because uh are launching the new uh, stream for it, or sorry, the new channel for it for, for podcasting. Uh, I'm still waiting for Apple to approve it, but uh, with everything that, but if you're listening on Stitcher, Spotify, and a few other places, it's it comes out right. At, it'll come out Monday night after we record and we do the live stream on twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. And then, uh, of course, we watched, uh, we did 607 uh, podcasts on Twitch as we did our live reactions and uh, commentary for UFC 268 on Saturday night. And whew, it was a good show. Long show, though. Didn't get out of here until 1.30 in the morning. Of course, I got home and it was 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because, you know, fall back and then, you know. <laughs> It was it was kind of interesting. So yeah, I, I'm, overall we had a good time. Went and watched some football on Sunday. So other than that, it's pretty much a normal week for me. And uh, 
Once again, we hope everybody at home, your week was going well as, as well. And uh, let's throw us some plugs here in the open. If you would like to talk to us, say what's up, ask us to talk about something, ask us to review something, all of that good jazz. You can do that on our social medias. We're Three Fat Nerds Podcast on Facebook. We're at Three Fat Nerds Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure you use that hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show. Of course, I just mentioned a minute ago, twitch.tv slash 607podcast is the place to be every Monday night. Myself and Ken M from the ODPH doing 607 TWS live and of course you can hear that on this network on Wednesdays because we put in podcasts from here on Wednesdays and like I just said a minute ago Spotify so far Spotify <laughs> Stitcher and a few other places you can get it Monday nights or Tuesday mornings if you will and uh, pretty soon everywhere on its own channel just searching 607 TWS also uh, we have uh a122productions.com. You get all the information I just talked about there, plus information on Horror Zone 607, everything else we're doing, including our musical guests, including the band that does our theme music, and that is Shout at the Robots. Go support those guys. All of that and more at 8122productions.com. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to uh, you know contribute to the show monetarily, you can do that on Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. For as little as $1 a month, you get a ton of extra bonus content and you help support the show and we really do appreciate it of course also over at 8122productions.com you can support the show by going to our t public store and buying some sweet sweet merch i'm gonna have new designs up very soon and uh of course if you forget any of that diesel you know where they can find it right down in the show notes for this very podcast we have all the hyperlinks for you to jump right over to any and all of those great things well you know uh, later in the show <laughs> we are gonna for diesel's movie club we will be reviewing eternals can't wait to do that. <laughs> but before then, you know, we uh, got to start off as, as we do in the beginning half of the show every week with... This week's edition of the Nerd News. Ah, yeah. Dent, dent, dent. You know, this, this music sometimes gets me uh, ready to go. Ready and raring to go, but you know, honestly, what didn't get me ready and raring to go? Uh, last week when we recorded, <laughs> and it never fails, the day after we record an episode and an episode is out, there's usually some kind of news or some trailer that hits on Tuesday, which is fine, and we just have to wait a week to talk about it, and uh, this week was no different because last week on Tuesday, right after we recorded, Morbius hit the uh, airwaves that Tuesday morning. Well, that was one of the times I was not uh, too upset about it because I'm going to be honest with you. I saw the trailer. I know you guys saw the trailer. I'm I, I'm still like eh on this and even worse so after Venom, Let There Be Carnage, I'm just kind of still like fuck Sony. So I don't know. Uh, you guys want to discuss uh, what you thought about the Morbius trailer? I'm not going to be as hard as you are on it. I, I did enjoy the trailer. I do have some gripes with it, like the full-fledged Morbius vampire CGI look. I'm just kind of like, it, it might be close to what the comic books are, but it doesn't translate well on screen. Like, I think it's a horrible look. You know what's not close to what the comic books are? The fact that they're making him an actual vampire. Like, he's actually sucking blood and being a vampire. It's weird, because technically he's not a vampire. He just has that's a blood they, deficiency. That's and, how they yeah. da- that's how they danced around the comic book code back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yes and no. I mean, I think we'll see when we see it. We'll see more of what they're doing. What because yes, he does it mostly through the hands and sucking out the plasma. Blah 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 blah. Oh, yeah. I get it. Um, 
I think it did show him a couple times in Midnight Suns that he was biting next to. Yeah, I think so, they, well, but, they've gone. They've gone to yeah, different so, shit over the years. But. Yeah, and, and, but like I, I can remember, I wasn't too upset with the trailer, with the right trailer, when I finally watched the right trailer. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I hit the wrong link somewhere and watched the first trailer all over again, and I'm like, I didn't we see this whole thing? Like, what's new? I don't understand. Rich is like. Dude, are you on the right trailer? I'm like, yeah, I watched one. I got it. I got it. I don't see it. And he starts explaining it. I'm like, I didn't see none of that. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. What what trailer did you watch? He's like, you watched the first trailer over again, didn't you? I'm like, maybe. That's besides the point. Leave, leave me alone. So I wasn't upset. I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I I would like, like them to go to a Midnight Sun storyline. I just don't know if they would. Yeah. Because you would need to do a lot more. I have a feeling it's going to turn out to be like the same level as the first Venom. Like I think it's going to be the Sony formula for the Spider-Man universe now. Um, yeah, I, 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 it might get tired a lot quicker, but well, it looks like pretty much just the same Venom story well, in this. That and they throw in Venom way too much in this, yeah. and just in this trailer because we're like, oh, we have this worry about we don't have to we don't have this happen like in San Francisco. I'm talking about fucking Venom, yeah. and then he then he's like about the bite somebody or scare somebody he's like oh no i'm venom uh, or yeah i'm venom yeah and and it's like, like no nah, i'm just joking no i'm just joking it's like okay we okay we get it sony yeah we get you you did one good thing sony no need to rub it in our face well uh according uh according to uh sony pictures the synopsis of the movie in case you forgot is one of marvel's most compelling and conflicted characters comes to the big screen as oscar winner jared leto per transforms into the enigmatic anti-hero michael morbius dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering his same fate dr morbius attempts a desperate gamble what at first appears to be a radical success soon reveals itself to be a remedy potentially worse than the disease and of course if you are interested we will get a chance to see it very shortly because it comes out on january well unless they push it back again it comes out on january 28th 2022 this movie has been done for two years yeah i just want to throw that out there uh sometimes that does hurt a movie when they hold on to it too long yeah well later in the week we got a slightly better trailer but once again another one of those what have you done for me lately? Of course, we have a new Stranger Things 4 trailer. Seemed only a couple weeks ago we had another teaser trailer. This one was entitled Dear Mike, and it is from the perspective of, of course, Eleven. And uh, it's it's an interesting trailer. So she's in her new home. She's writing back home to Mike. They're going on spring break. Cannot wait to see him. We're going to have the greatest spring break ever. But inside of her letter, she's also writing things like, I've made a bunch of new friends. Mm -hmm. It's so great. I'm happy. I'm, I'm being normal. People treat me normal. And like in the meantime, it's not really what's happening. They're spitting spit wads and stuff at her. So it's weird. And then at the end, of course, they give us a bunch of flashes of action scenes that will be coming up where there's best spring break ever. It's not going to be the best spring break ever. And yeah, once again, no, no news on when it's coming out because Netflix keeps all that tight to the vets. I'm still anticipating this to not come out until the spring at earliest of 2022, if not 4th of July. Yeah, I thought, I thought they said summer. The summer? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I thought they said summer somewhere. Well, I, you I never know. They could always bump it up. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I said I, the earliest I think we'd see this is spring if they bump it up. Because remember, we weren't supposed to get uh, Cobra Kai until the end of January. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're getting it New Year's Eve. So, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm excited about it as well. But I'm just saying that, like, they're they're known to mess things up. So, or mess, I shouldn't yeah. say mess things up. They're known to move things around is what I meant to say. Uh, but uh, what did you guys think about the Stranger Things 
four trailer dear mike i gotta get caught up with stranger things i tapped out after season one and i know you guys really enjoy it but i still gotta watch season season three is amazing season three is great season two is okay i don't i don't mind season two season three is amazing it's actually probably better than season one um i'm not i don't know what i'm feeling for season four with just this trailer like i'm just like uh i get it i understand i mean season three all the heartstrings at the end of that yeah uh, all the pulls and I don't know. Like maybe they should have just canceled it. Oh <laughs> or, really? You think they should have? I, I, I might. My, maybe they should have. Ended up even though, downer? well, because it's been so long. Yeah. And I understand they wanted the kids aged and all that stuff too, and I get it. Like, and I understand four is supposed to probably be the last season. I just think we're gonna season five, but it'll be like five or eight years down the road. Um, because I know they want to old, you know end it when they're older yeah. and they want them to be they want them to be the same actors and all that stuff so we'll see what happens so this might be a conclusion to say with an opening for years down the road maybe but I don't I think they might tie it off like 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 just in case they don't come back all right so you know we'll see how it goes I mean like I said it's been a while I this trailer didn't make me want to rewatch seasons one through three <laughs> that, so that's kind of like where I'm putting it at. Well, you know what? I, I'm excited for it. I can't wait for it to come out. And once again, it's not going to be coming out soon enough for me. Let's stay in streaming TV show news as we are going to talk about a show that Diesel was a big, big, big fan of. And of course, that is on Disney Plus, though. And it is the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And according to a report from Deadline, Disney Television Studios' ABC Signature decided not to pick up the option on Emilio Estevez's contract for Season 2. The new season is currently being written and and is in production, scheduled to begin early next year. The scripts are now being adjusted to continue the story without Coach Bombay. The report indicates that ABC Signature decided not to bring back Estevez after weeks of back and forth about the show's COVID vaccination requirements. Most Disney productions require all actors and crew members Members with who come into contact with them to be vaccinated in order to work on set. Sources suggest that Estevez has declined to provide assurances that he would comply with the policy. On the other side of the coin, sources close to Estevez have indicated that creative differences were the actual issue. So a little sticky icky ickies going into season two, and I know myself and Ron were not huge fans of this. I didn't. I even. I only checked out one episode. I'm not sure about no, you. I, Ron. I, I finished it. It was okay. Like the best episodes were when the ducks came back. Yeah. You know, and it was cut and dry. You knew what was going to happen with this story. You knew yeah. exactly, and you know what's going, and you already know what part two is going to be. Well, Diesel, though, since you are the con- uh, the the connoisseur, if you will, of this show, uh, how are you feeling about the news of no Coach Bombay going into season two of Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Season two is going to be rough for me to watch now, unless they bring in Joshua Jackson or another major star from the original franchise. I don't think the the new generation was enthralling enough to hold the show for me or the older generation. It might have enough traction with the younger generation who got into the uh, Ducks uh, universe through this, but uh, they they need to get a returning cast member or something to flagship the show. No, I agree with you on that one. I don't know. I mean, I know Joshua Jackson's got that other show going on and stuff, so I don't know. Who knows? If they're really going to pull him in. Bring in Goldberg. Sean Weiss is clean now. Let's ah. do this. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I was assuming he was going to make an appearance at some point in time in this season. So yeah. more power if he does. You know, glad he's back on track. Yeah. Or Eldon Henson. Yeah. Because I, I, like, it was pretty much like every other episode was good. 
And then when they got to the returning ducks, it was great. Like, yeah. that episode was great. But you need Bombay. Bombay was like the, when you get introduced to him in the show, you're just like, all right, I want to find out what happened to Bombay these last few years. Yeah. You find out what happened, you're just like, all right, I want this story. And this sucks. This sucks because I'm probably not going to watch this show anymore. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it, it all sucks. And then, of course, you know, you, you add into everything going crazy in the fucking world. And who knows which side is the true side. Uh, hopefully, everybody, everything goes over well. Maybe, you know, it, it, they make a good change. Maybe uh, Joshua Jackson does come back or somebody. Who knows? But, or, or maybe he gets holistically inoculated. Who like knows? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> But with that being said, uh, let's uh, go on to some happier news. As we're recording today, we got an awesome, awesome tweet sent out to the world. And that it was from the one and only James Gunn. And, and the tweet says as followed. It's been a strange and long and at times challenging journey to get here. But the obstacles along the way have only made this moment more blissful. Back on set with my Guardians family for the first day of shooting. Hashtag GOTG Vile 3. So today it is official. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is in shooting. So it, it is in full-on production. It is time to go. Of course, it is not slated to come out until 2023 unless it gets the pushback. Uh, how are you feeling about the fact that we know that it's on the road to being made? This is great. And just it, it means nothing to most people, but like just knowing that it's in production we're probably not going to get that many delays on it. As soon as it's done, they're going to want to push this out because it's a major franchise. I'm super excited. No, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm so happy they finally started production on this. Um, it's definitely going to be the bookend to this yeah. cast of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you might see a few of them in cameos later on, but this is definitely going to bookend this, so we might actually see a new Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of this. Um, I'm just saying, I, I just have a feeling that's what's going to happen, uh, and which is fine as long as we get major victory with the mullet. I'm good. I'm just saying. I've been waiting. Not not the major victory in the whole freaking one outfit bald suit. Major victory. Major victory. So that, <laughs> read the comics, people. Go to the '90s. <laughs> with that being said, it's pretty awesome. Cannot wait for this. This is going to be stupendous. Stupendous. And we got one last little bit of news for you before we check out of the nerd news. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves. It is not a drill. High C is bringing back Ecto Cooler! What? What? Yeah! I've been waiting for this day my entire life. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> Ecto Cooler is coming back, people. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what? Uh, what? 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 Drop! But anyways, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, there is some bad news with that. They are not releasing it widely. They are only bringing it to events that are due to do with Ghostbusters oh, Afterlife, oh, wow. and they get the... <laughs> no, no, they don't, they don't deserve that. They deserve this. So you're telling me there's a chance I can go watch Ghostbusters Afterlife and get an Ecto Cooler Icy? Oh, uh, unfortunately, no, because the events that they're serving Ecto Cooler at are in New York, L.A., Chicago, Philadelphia, and they're f- special events. You oh. rat finks. If they did that Ecto Cooler Icy's, oh my God. <laughs> Diabetes whoever, in a heartbeat. Whoever at High C decided this. Move this man! I cast a pox upon thee. <laughs> Although, on, on the good news side of things, we are literally 
just under, well, it'll be a little over a week away from Ghostbusters Afterlife going long. I know I've seen it already at New York Comic Con. I am counting down the days to see it again. Cannot wait to review over a couple weeks out from reviewing it. But uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Cannot wait for it to come out. Of course, it drops in the theaters November the 19th, unless you go to them premiere showings on November the 18th. And I will be at one of those. I'm gonna. I just said in uh, for the Patreon. I'm probably gonna go see this movie three times with three different sets of people because, <laughs> yeah, that's just how my life works out. Well, with that being said, that's the end of the nerd news this week. We are now gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, it is going to be time for Diesel's movie triple stuff this week. We're going to do it a little different order, but we still have the box office, the upcoming movies to the box office. Of course, we also have that uh, top three. And last but certainly not least, Diesel's Movie Club, of course, this week will be our review of Eternals. All that and more when we come back from this break. Hey, this is kind of Padawan J, Coach Duffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast, and you're listening to the Three Fat Nerds podcast. You're falling apart, and you know it. You try and try to hide it, but you show it. I need you to know, I felt it too. And I'm still trying to figure it out, just like you. Just like you. Welcome back to Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. Coming in at the box office this week, number five, Ron's Gone Wrong with $3.6 million. Ron, you made $3.6 million what? this week. This is another one because I don't think it's made the top five list yet, and on its third week, it finally cracked the top five. Whoop, whoop. Uh, number four, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, is still making money, <laughs> $4.5 million more million. Well, people like to go see bad movies. I was going to say. It's going to prove it from the number one spot, too. Oh, what? At, at uh, least there'll be a number three. <laughs> number three, No Time to Die, was $6.0 million. That should make all the monies. That was a good movie. Yeah. Dune Part 1 is still raking in that money with another seven point eight. Great Part 1. If it, if it didn't get to see, if we didn't get the confirmed <laughs> sequel, I've been like, eh, let, me change my, let me change my opinion. But now that we're going to get the sequel, yeah, I think that's just fine. And coming in at number one with $71 million domestically, Eternals. Yeah, we'll be talking about that just in a minute. But we just discussed this a minute ago with you guys. Uh, we are going to mix some things up because the top three was a suggested top three from a friend slash a patron. So we're going to give them a shout out after when we do the top three. But because of what they wanted us to do the top three of, we're actually going to review the movie first. So there you guys go. What? So of course, as Diesel just mentioned, we will be going ahead and reviewing Eternals for Diesel's Movie Club pick this very week. And uh, let me go ahead and give you the numbers, shall I? Oh, wait a minute. You had upcoming. What is yep. upcoming? Quick this week, upcoming, uh, November 10th. We saw a trailer for this, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah, Whoa. no. Uh, next, uh, on, uh, November 12th, we have Belfast, which actually looks pretty good. That does look yeah. decent. Uh, then November 19th, 
Ecto Cooler Baby, Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's right. That's the big one. But yeah, yeah, I forgot that you had those two. So before we jump into the particulars, also I would like to point out that next week for Diesel's Movie Club, we will not be doing a new movie. We'll be doing an old movie because me and Diesel are going to go to a Fathom event in Ithaca, New York, watching Rocky Four. So next week we're going to review Rocky Four. Rocky. Rocky. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. But now let's jump into it. Don't worry. There won't be spoilers at first. We're going to give you our spoiler-free quick synopsis. And recommendation or not recommendation, but and then we will give you the warning for spoilers. So The Eternals, of course, dropped uh, in the Dobley Theater on October 18th, 2021, and of course everywhere else in the United States on no- November 5th, 2021. It's got a 157-minute runtime distributed by Walt Disney Studios in production with Marvel Studios. Of course, it was produced by Kevin Fahey and Nate Moore. It's based on Eternals by Jack Kirby. I know there's a lot of people, and myself included, that were excited that they did buy Jack Kirby, created by Jack Kirby in the film, yeah. so that's kind of cool. Uh, he doesn't give enough credit because all the credit goes to Stan Lee. Yes. Uh, next up, the story was by Ryan Furpo and Kaz Furpo, so the Furpos, and it was directed by uh, Academy Award winner Chloe Zhao. Uh, screenplay was Chloe Zhao, Patrick Burley, and the Furpos. And last but certainly not least, it was starring Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kamal Najani, Leah McHugh, Brian Tyree Henry, Lauren Rudolph, uh, Barry Kogue, Don Lee, Harish Patel, Keith Herring- Kit Harrington, I said Keith, Kit Harrington, Salma Hayek, and Angelina Jolie, and many more, but fuck, that was a cast. Uh, so, of course, the budget of the film was $200 million. Does anybody want to guess so far, it's only been out a week, what it has worldwide? You know, you know, we just said 71. 71 domestic, I'm going to go like 180. Ron? 230. Nope, 161.7. So, you know, still hasn't made his money back, but give it to him a week because yeah. Carnage is some. Let there be Carnage is still somehow making money. <laughs> uh, so, I don't really have anything to say about this movie that's non spoiler. Okay. So, uh, do you guys want to say anything non spoiler because we're in the non spoiler zone right now about this movie before we give our recommendation or not and then kick out the people who haven't seen this movie yet? You feel every minute of the two hours, 37 minutes. <laughs> of this it is a very long movie up there with Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. With that being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's feel safe to go. It's it's, it's an easy question. Recommend, to recommend, or not to recommend is pretty much the question before we give the countdown for spoilers. So I'm going to say it already. I'm the one that usually makes our post for Math 3 Fat Nerds Pod on Twitter. I instantly put up after coming out of the movie, because I said I would, that I I did not feel comfortable recommending this movie. I still do not feel comfortable, so I do not recommend this movie. If you hear your friend recommend this movie to somebody else, slap your friend. Run. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is just being recommender <laughs> or run recommended. I'm going to be the idiot that says, see it and take your own opinion on it. Like That's that, fine. Like, That's non-spoiler fine. version. You just like, want somebody to pay fucking 150 There's There's minutes. an unlimited plan for freaking $20. You can see. Dude, I, I don't care. I have that unlimited plan. I still feel like I wasted money. I need to do a public service announcement. Do not listen to Ron on this because if you continue to give them money, they're going to keep making this, so do not recommend this. <laughs> well, we can- I am vetoing Ron's recommendation. <laughs> awesome. Actually, I'm not upset with that. <laughs> so, 
With that, I'm just going to throw this out there. With that being said, I do want to say this. If you did like this movie, that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to shit on anybody for things that they like or don't like. Do never worry about that. If you like this movie, that is fine. I'm glad that you found entertainment and enjoyment yeah. in it. I am very happy. Uh, I just well, I want to forewarn everybody to not be toxic. It's not something that sort of yeah. people should make fun of because people liked it and people didn't, and the majority technically didn't. And on top of that, I don't need people who like this movie telling me that I should have gone in with an open mind and low expectations. I've been fucking reviewing movies for a long time. My mind is open to every movie, and my yes. expectations for this movie couldn't have been lower, and it didn't meet my expectations. That's just it, guys. So don't don't give me that shit. So like once again, don't be don't be negative, Sally's of people. If you loved yeah. it, that's fine. If you liked it, that's fine. We just did it, and we're going to go into our review in a minute, but guys, go ahead. Yeah, like like going to what you just said right there. Our expectations were super low for Shang-Chi and Black Widow. We were open-minded enough to be like, hey, these weren't bad. So we're not just being haters. Like, yeah. We're taking a critical eye at this and being like, giving an opinion. Like, yeah. The whole thing is I have a friend that actually loved Dune that never read the books. And he's like, I love that movie. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I am about to start reading the books. Yeah. And I'm like, that's okay. Fine. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm more power to you. It wasn't my thing. You guys are way too excited for part two. I don't think part two is going to make it enough, but that's just me. So that's, that's just fine. my thing. But I'm just saying, yeah. I, I liked it for a part one. Yeah. Now that I know we're getting a part two, I, I already said, I'm going to go back and re-give a score after I see part two because it's not a sequel. It's a second part of a story. So yeah. no, I get if, if it's good enough and they set up good enough, then actually it does make the first movie better, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. I think they did a fine job setting up now that we knew it was a part one. It was just the shocker of going in not knowing it was part one until we looked at it on the screen and went, motherfucker. <laughs> I just assumed it was getting a sequel because it's two different things. A part of something is a continuation of a story. A sequel is you have a nice tidy story and then you just keep the story along and keep it going. Yeah. But it, it still wraps up. You still have three acts. And a part one of something, you don't have three acts. That's yes. the only thing I wish I would have known going in. Yeah, Outside sure. of that, whatever. Yeah. But with that being said, I just want to get out of the way because I've heard a lot of people going back and forth. And it's not just in, about this movie. It's about other movies. It's about other media and stuff. Everybody's opinion is their opinion. But it, it's it's kind of like a shitty thing. If somebody doesn't like what you like, you call them out and, and tell them that they did they watched it wrong. And, and, for, and if it's something that you didn't like and you call people out and tell them they're stupid for liking it, like I'm not going to do either. If I, you, didn't, I didn't say that in my post. <laughs> But I, I, you know what I mean. I like, I like what I like. I don't like what I like. If I have to call out Ron too, I'll call out Ron. But I'm not, it wasn't. This was not directed at Ron. I'm just no, saying, no, no, no. I've no, seen no. too many of my friends going back and forth, and I can tell you right now, most of my, usually myself, Diesel, or Ron, one of us is the contrarian and is like, you know, uh, we, we we go different than everybody else because something hits us in a movie. I'm 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 gonna be in before we even a spoiler alert here. The small story. We're not going to the thing yet, but none of the people we went with. We went with nine people. Nobody liked it. Yeah, fucking most of my friends on the internet, most of the other podcasts, are, nobody liked it. Like it's kind of like, I don't know. You're on the smaller side if you liked it. That's fine. Once again, that's fine. But with that being said, let's waste no further time. We're gonna go in the spoiler zone. So if you have not seen Eternals, you do not, and you do not want it spoiled. This is the time for you to dive the fuck out. Go see the movie. Come see it. Come listen to us talk about it later, or don't see the movie, and uh, you know just don't worry about it. I guess. Or if you don't care about spoilers or have seen the movie and want our opinion, this is the time that you're gonna get real excited. I knew do still need to get a drop. I was too busy this weekend. Maybe I'll get to it this week. So we're gonna do the old school countdown. We are talking spoilers. In three, two, one, we are in the spoiler zone, so do not get mad when we spoil the fuck out of this movie. Which there's not much to spoil. I just <laughs> want to throw that out there. 
As you know, on this show, we do not do a run-by-run down synopsis. We will talk about scenes of the movie. We will talk about different things in the movie, but we're not going front to back on it. We are just going to do it the the good old-fashioned way. The good, the bad, the ugly. And, of course, then we're going to talk about our scores. Well, we play the game in between, but you know what I mean. So, with that being said, let's talk about what we liked about Eternals. And... I usually, around this time, this is where I make the joke, it was in focus. <laughs> and it was in focus. Thank God. But, <laughs> honestly, okay, oh. I got one. And it was, and believe it or not, I'm a soothsayer. I stated when we saw the last trailer that the greatest part of this movie would be the uh, Bollywood dancing, and it was. I enjoyed the Bollywood <laughs> dancing, and I en- and I enjoyed Kunil. He was very oh, yeah. good in the you movie, would... and his little manservant, his <laughs> ward. Yes. So the two of them made this movie for me. They were very funny, and I enjoyed those characters. Uh, I'm going to save everything else for the negative because that's all I got, man. Diesel. The only good thing about this movie was the Indian actors who played characters in this movie, Kunil and his ward. I've never left a movie so angry in my life. Ron. Actually, I can, I can attest to that. Ron, what did you like about this movie? It's all weighted on your shoulders, Ron. No, like, no pressure. Like, I, the action sequences were there. I was spit in your face. They were fine. <laughs> like, like I, I was fine with those. Like, I, I like sprites, powers, and stuff, and how they showed them. I'm not going to lie. I didn't mind that shit. It wasn't I'm getting an, angry all over again. Fuck. But continue though. No, that's don't fine. don't that's worry fine. about him being angry. I, I want him to be I'll, angry, so I'll, I'll, I'm trying to add, I'm trying to add this, to it. I'll, I'll cut his microphone if he if he <laughs> no, 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 too no. much. But like, <laughs> the, the, like the concept. Okay, fine. It was there. It's a bad concept, but it was there. And their arguments in said concept make no sense. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's go to the bad. Here, here, here. I'm going to open it up, and I'm going to say this. And it kind of goes to good. So in the beginning of this movie, the opening of this movie, I was like, mind you, I was very open-minded, very low expectations. I mean, they do the little open like writing, and then you see the first battle, and you know what I was like? I was like, all right, maybe it's not going to be that bad. Like, that's what I thought. And then two minutes later, fuck that noise. It was bad. Well, it starts off, and like it, it's the freaking one kid's father gets eaten by one of the deviants. Okay, what, what we find out is a deviant. Yeah, yes, and it's, that's a deviant. And, and, it's just, and, it, and it was there. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. And I'm like, okay, so, I can, I, maybe right. this is going to be pretty I'm decent. Saying that, and then I was gone. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to throw this out there. For bad parts, listen, the one thing that you keep hearing from people who are on the side of liking this movie, and I don't understand why this is an argument, is everybody complained about Marvel being the same. Now they made something different. You complain. I'm like, uh, first of all, who the fuck was upset that Marvel's movies were all the same? First of all, they're not all the same. Yes, they have a lot of action in them, but they're not all the same. Each character is different. Each character has different flaws. That's just how comic books roll. I don't ever remember anybody, anybody who's a real fan, complaining about the Marvel movies needed to change their formula. Just just throwing that the one out The formula there. worked. The formula works. You don't throw it out. It's like, remember when they went to New Coke from... Like, we weren't old enough, but we can read in the history books. When they went to New Coke from Coke Classic, they went back to Coke Classic. That's why there's no New Coke. Yep. So so there you go. 
So you don't need to change the fucking formula until it's broken. So don't give me this shit that people ask for. Secondly, the biggest other thing is it different. Okay, the only thing that Marvel did different in this movie, before I pass it off, because I know Diesel has a lot to say. The only thing Marvel did different in this movie is they got rid of the action sequences and they replaced them with drawn-out dialogue and stuff that they wanted to possibly win an Academy Award with. Newsflash, it isn't going to fucking happen. It doesn't matter who you have in it. It doesn't matter who's the director. A comic book movie's not winning a fucking Oscar. Yeah. If, if Dark Knight didn't win an Oscar, nothing's winning yeah. an Oscar. I just want to throw that out to you. If Endgame didn't win an Oscar, nothing's winning an Oscar in the comic book realm. Just throwing it out there. But with that being said, I think that's the only thing they did different. And that's why I didn't like the movie because I went to see a comic book movie. I didn't go to see fucking, you know, you know Dune. Dune done shittily. Because Dune was a lot of dialogue, but it set up a story, and I at least appreciated the story. I know Ron didn't like it as much as I did, or Diesel, and Diesel liked it the most out of all of us. I was kind of in the middle. But I still liked it, considering I think that it's going to go to a really cool place in part two. True. However, this wasn't that. This was literally, you go to Dune and take out anything that cool happened in a cool story and replace it with, well, we were sent here, we're aliens, and oh yeah, by the way, we're going to swerve you towards the end of the movie. The swerve is... We weren't sent here to protect you. We were sent here to protect and make sure there was enough intelligent life form on this planet so some fucking new... So some new god, pretty much. Celestial, sorry, because they don't call them new gods. And, you know, uh, because that's what they ripped off. Is going to just destroy our planet to come to life and feed off of that. Like, come on, my guy. Like, it was dumb. Yeah. And also, I want to call it out right now before we go any further. And I know Chloe Zhao said she took inspiration from the Justice League. But let's be honest. Not only did she take inspiration, every character in this movie was just a DC character. Well, yeah. Like Icarus, Superman. Yes. Fucking uh, uh, Athena. Wonder Woman. Yes. <laughs> fucking, uh, what, Merrick? She was definitely the Flash. Yes. Like, everybody was, was fucking represented. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. Now, Diesel, the floor is yours. Go on. All right. So, this movie was the biggest piece of pandering bullshit I've ever watched <laughs> in my life. I, I'm all for inclusivity in the world of superheroes, but it's got to come naturally. When it feels forced... It just seems like you're doing lip service to special interest groups. The fact that the movie opens up with in 5000 BC and your deaf representative is doing American sign language. Just write it into the movie that maybe that character created sign language, created sign language. And this was the start of it. But do not have it be ASL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You're trying to have it for your deaf audience so they can have representation on the screen. Right. But have it be something different and have little subtitles for it. And then as the movie goes on, be like. And it morphs into that. Yeah. It's like she's like the leading force into bringing that to the forefront. And and the problem with that is she's in a bunker by herself for most of the movie. Yes. Um. (laughs) By the way, I also want to I want to jump in on the timeline thing. The timeline goes all over the fucking place here because not 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 just jumping through time, but they fuck up their own timeline. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, we came here seven thousand years ago, and yeah. then this happened five thousand years ago, and then when she says about, I, I was with him for like five thousand years, and you find out that wasn't the case. Yeah. Like it was a really fucking weird like yeah. like they didn't stick to their own timeline. Yeah. So they just pandered way too much, which annoyed the fuck out of me. The lack of action scenes and, ooh, we got our first Marvel sex scene. 
which added zero to the story. Oh, yeah. yeah. They argued zero. to keep... By the way, they argued to keep that in, and it did nothing for the story. You could have cut that out and just saved the time, and it would have done nothing yeah. for the story. It didn't yeah. do anything for the story. And no. it was not like you saw, like, you didn't... It's not like you saw the goods. It was yeah. it was a P, the PGS of PG fucking yeah. sex scenes that they argued to keep in for no you, reason. You, you saw more of Angelina Jolie and Hackers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the stunning cast... Was the driest I've ever seen, with the exception of like Kumail. A couple of the other ones were decent. Like I didn't mind the character Druig. Like I thought yeah. his his story was actually kind of interesting, and they should have gone like with to follow the, that a little more. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a better choice. I'm just saying he he should have been the one to turn. Yeah, actually, yeah. No, he was making people into cults yeah. and shit. No, because we get it. White men are bad. I'm sorry to sound like a Boonock Saints fan, oh, but you had to have Icarus. And obviously, Druig, you saw the nose. <laughs> you might want to hit the warning on that one. <laughs> yeah. Had your kids, had your wife, and had your husband because they raped and everybody out here. Yeah, I felt bad about that one, but <laughs> it was just, it was bad. And like the big turn with the uh, Thustis, you know, being the the inventor and giving us technology and then after the events of hiroshima openly weeping about how we don't deserve to be saved you're right we don't deserve to be saved show me that story yeah yeah but then we fast forward and we find out that he has found love with humans again and it's just like weird now mind you i of course this movie got banned in a lot of the middle eastern countries because of the uh the gay relationship yes the homosexual relationship between them they barely show it yeah. I wish they showed more because yeah. it was a nice represent. Honestly, I'll, I'll give credit. That was one of the nicest representations of a homosexual relationship I've ever seen. Yes. As far as like accurate to real life and yeah. not swishy and funny. With the exception of the actual kiss. Well, yeah, the kiss was very looked very uncomfortable yeah. for both actors, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, was- but but outside of outside of that, like yeah. the the relationship itself was very like it was yeah. it looked really cool. I was very impressed yeah. with it. As somebody who grew up in a homosexual household with with two mothers essentially because les- my mom's lesbian I, I i looked at them and was like you know what that's not swishy it wasn't funny it wasn't played for laughs it was really kind of cool yeah. and it was so actually it. a great story because you know they had adopted a son and like that story was cool like they show me that story though yeah, they, i want to see that they portrayed a very loving family and his motivations was his son at this point yeah, and his, his husband i'm agreeing with you i would have liked to see where he lost hope in the humanity and how he gained it back yeah. fell in love got a family that would have been a better story, yeah. in my opinion. But we don't get that story. It's just thrown in there. But then we get the story with the Celestials, who are essentially the dumbest beings in the universe. Hey, all right, we're going to create these little things to keep these plants in check so we can, you know... Harvest, harvest other Celestials. So we can seed these planets, which really makes me really curious about Ego, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Well, technically, Eagle was a celestial. Exactly, and I think they tried to seed him. That's why he went a little cuckoo. <laughs> and see, Eagle was trying to seed all the other planets to become him, so whatever. But the deviants, they could evolve. All right, so now we got to come up with a non-evolving species to keep them in check. But we got to make sure they're representative of all the races of America, of the United States and the <laughs> Earth. But what about all the other planets? Like, we've already seen other planets in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So why don't we have, like, a one that represents Nova, one that represents the Kree, like something that will blend yeah. in with all these future or other yes. things. Or a mixture of, st- of, of yeah. regular humanoids yeah. in them. Yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, so we seed this planet, we make these deviants, 
Herder, we fucked up. The deviants are smarter than we thought they were. Herder, these Eternals, they're kind of dumb, but oh man, they can fall for emotion. <laughs> oh man, we can't deprogram goddamn Alzheimer's and Athena. It was just which then we find out is a part of the plot is because they wanted to erase her memories because she was starting to remember past lives and because they they erased their memories in between each world they see yeah. yeah so they were she was remembering the destruction of other planets so like it's kind of weird like you're like oh but it, yeah. it, they, but they never make a big enough deal about it you yeah. know what i mean they just kind of go oh and, she was right all along and then move on and then at the end she's okay yeah and, it, you, but it, you know what i mean yeah. they just move on but, like, but, ah. but these celestials can't hit a reboot button properly like they are kind of dumb yeah and it was just didn't make any sense. Like, you know what would have been a better idea? And granted, they're not going to do it because they have their own story that they're trying to get an Oscar with. Have them seed these planets because they need them to be populated because, hey, we got this rogue one out here that's fucking devouring planets. And we don't want our planet devoured. Our, well, the ones the we care thing, about. That's the only thing that I'm Introduce really... Galactus. Be like, we're seeding these other planets so he leaves us alone. Yeah, but that's the other thing I had a problem with. The other thing that I had a real, real big problem with was that this does not fit into the current storyline in the MCU. It didn't answer any questions. No. It didn't add anything. It didn't involve, you know, they talk about the snap. Yeah. But but they don't talk about, you know, the blip, or sorry, I yeah. know by the proper term. But they, they, they talk about it, but they don't do, you know, they just kind of skid over to try to give a lame-ass excuse to why they didn't help. Yeah. Even though if their goal was to keep intellectual the, people on the planet and intelligence to, to seed the celestial right. wouldn't they try to help so half the population wouldn't have gone yeah yeah just well, saying that that's the whole point like because icarus knew by this point in time that you know so yeah. that would have been enough for him to show up just the even if it was just him to fight thanos yeah then the other ones would just show up behind him because that's what they do yeah. Right, like, but they don't explain why that yeah. doesn't happen, even though that would make more sense to the plot line of the story. But really, the fact that it does not fit in with what we're going in now, there's no mention of Kang, because you know that's where we're going in the MCU overall. We're going yeah. multiverse of madness into yeah. Kang. We know where we're going, right? So wouldn't you think that Kang would play some kind of part, or like the fucking timeline? Maybe, maybe at the end of the movie, or even in the bonus clips, show where the timeline now goes to shit. Something yeah. to say, hey, we're in the same world as the MCU because we're supposed to be. Yeah, that just, was their whole thing. Just like they nope. did with Thanos. Every end scene credit scene had a Thanos thing. Yeah, we're gonna get to we'll end scenes. We'll get to that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that after. I want to get Ron's negative takes right now. If there's any that he wants to add in before we get there. Like the timeline, it gets messed up by they don't they don't stick with it. That's fine, but you find out that Icarus knew everything from uh, some high like characters, and I forget her name. Whatever, yeah, doesn't I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but you you find out that Icarus knew everything from uh, Babylon, yeah, from five thousand twenty four BC or whatever it was, um, or five hundred twenty four. Yeah, five twenty four. Uh, so uh, you find out, and that's why he left Cersei. <laughs> but yet they were together but, for 5,000 years. But they were yet together. She was only but, gone for like a couple hundred years. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want to correct you. It was the Aztecs. The part that you're talking about was the, oh. the end of the Aztec civilization in 524. There was Babylon too, but he's known about it since the Aztec thing. Because oh, okay. remember, that's when that's when uh, Druig goes. Then, then, then they that's must... when he lost faith because he's like, we're not going to stop them from genocide on these people because well, there's the conquerors in, in South America. Right. Yeah. Well, but then... But then they, they messed up there because he says I've known since I've known since Babylon. Right, right. So exactly. that's another thing that they messed so the up. Continuity yeah, was there all you go. Wow. The, con the continuity okay. was not thought about, but there you go. Now so, that messes them up even more. 
So you you're sitting there and you're you're like the whole Thanos thing. Like he knew that this planet needed intelligent life. Yeah. So just knowing that what Thanos was going to do, because the Slushrill would have told some Hylix character what was going on. And she would have told him to go take care of it because this is what's happening. Even if you don't bring in everybody else because you don't want to bring it, you know, you don't want to show why you're showing. Fine. But then it doesn't make sense. Like, it, it, there's just so much stuff that just, like, this movie might have needed to come out during phase one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, 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 like way before phase one. Then you don't have to worry about the blip. You don't have to worry about bringing it up. And then you get the whole thing. Like, it's just... And, it, it, and it's, it's it's long. It's, like, it's fucking long, man. Like, like I watched The Last Duel, and that was three hours long. But that was... It moved. Like, it moved. Like, and it was telling the same story, three different versions of the same story. But you felt like you were watching a good movie. Like, you watched a good movie. And it all led up to The, the Last Duel, which was a much better fight scene between two people than Athena and their cousin because well, that's all he was. <laughs> the one time that they started doing something right when the Deviants started evolving and started like taking out yeah. Eternals and gaining their powers and like kind of morphing into a more humanoid feature yeah. and being able to speak. Yeah. They waste that because in the final fight scene the one goes up against Athena or Athena and just Gets the upper hand, then all of a sudden she slices him into 17 triangles, and you're just like, well, you kind of felt for that character. Cause yeah. you, the twist is that, hey, we were created. We just want to survive. And the Celestials are kind of the dicks here. Yeah. And, and the nothing. worst part is everybody was in agreement that the Celestials were dicks at this point in time, yeah. except for Icarus. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's in agreement. So... Yeah. it. I don't understand why the friend of my friend is, you know, the friend of my en- or the enemy of my enemy is my friend business should it's, have happened in this movie, yeah. but whatever. It, it's... It's the boys. Yeah. Yeah. So so when that all happened. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, but I mean. Yeah. Ugh. So it's like. So her saying that she just got this from freaking Justice League is completely wrong. <laughs> she, well, she got it from a bunch of different things yeah. she borrowed from. But let's. let's Before we go into the game and the scores. There was two bonus scenes. And uh, I, I, I've been very upfront with saying that neither of them equaled up to. Venom, let there be carnage at all. Neither of them even made any big deal for the MCU, with the exception that we're going to get another movie, <laughs> another Eternals movie. Because uh, as they go to find the other Eternals and try to stop other planets and blah, 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 that's how we end the movie. Um, the bonus scene is them, uh, is a, the, the crew of three. So we have Thena, Druig, and Merrick, and they're all on the ship. And they're going to find other planets to try to help, you know, and in, in, you band together if they have to. And then all of a sudden, we have the presence of Harry Styles <laughs> playing Star Fox. And not the Star Fox from Nintendo, so don't get excited. Star Fox from Marvel. Thanos' brother. Thanos' brother. And the he, theater of Black Roger. And they have, they have to say, I'm Thanos' brother. Yeah, he's like, the brother of Thanos. <laughs> like, the defeater like, of Black Roger. Robert. It's Black Roger. Okay, sorry. Black Roger. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Pit the Troll, I was fine with. Like, I'm well, fine. yes, the Pit, Pit was fucking great. Like, like, I'm fine with Pit the Troll. Drunk, drunk, drunk Troll <laughs> no, was funny. No, no, no more drunk teleporting. 
Yes, it was. Was it funny? After watching that movie, yes, it was. Yes, it was. After (laughs) after that movie, I'm not saying the scene was good. He was just the best part of the scene. And I don't even think he was supposed to be the best part of the scene. (laughs) No. I think the reveal of Harry Styles as fucking Star Fox was, but it didn't work so well. No. Especially when when he's like, yes, I'm Thanos' brother. (laughs) Welcome to your reboot of Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way. So prior to this, though, so we got before we go to the second one, I got to set up the end of the movie. End of the movie, like I said, we gave it. I gave it a blah blah blah. But when the movie ends, we have Kit Harrington's character with his girlfriend, who is is uh, Cersei. Cersei, and then they're talking, and then all of a sudden, you see the celestial's face in the sky, and she gets sucked out. Yes. So now he's got her, and he's like, basically, he tells her that this is what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to let the people live, live and then we're going to judge your actions. If your actions were just, we'll keep everything the same and I'll return you. If your actions weren't just, we're going to destroy that planet and you. Yeah. So like, so now he's like, Oh my God. Okay. Okay. He was about to tell her something about his family too. His family. So now, now he goes, he goes, Oh my God, I have to do something. So our second bonus thing, which is at the end of the credits, is with him. Because we knew all along, and this was the worst kept secret in Hollywood, that I, he was actually Black Knight. I, I, didn't, I didn't remember that. Oh, you didn't remember that? I didn't, that's why I thought, it was, saying, I thought it was the reveal. He was, was cast. When he was cast, he was cast as Black Knight. I, I don't Dumbo. remember that. I remember that, but Black Knight is such a who gives a shit character. Right, right. Well, I thought, I thought it was going to be Quasar. I'm like, right. they're going to fucking turn this guy no, into no, no. Quasar. That's why I really said that to me originally. Right. I was like, no, dude. No, they... Completely for, time no, ago. I honestly completely forgot. I'm not gonna lie. That's how like not interested in this movie I was. Yeah. That I'm trying to make it better. <laughs> because when they cast him, it was like, ooh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, we've we've got Jon Snow. There you go. <laughs> so and so I, how'd so, that turn out for him? So the end of this movie is him opening a crate and inside there. There, there it is, you know, the, what is, what his is sword, it? His I mean, sword. The Ebony sword. The Ebony, yeah. yeah, it's the Ebony sword. Yeah. The Ebony blade is actually technically what yeah, they, they call it. Yeah, I couldn't remember what they mean. But uh, anyways, he goes to touch it because that's what would make you. Uh, yeah. And we hear a voice behind him, are you sure you want to do this? And so instantly people are like, is that is that Nick Fury? Is that fucking the Watchers, one of the kids in the thing said? Nope, we find out later on. Confirmed by Chloe. Uh, confirmed by Chloe Zhao that it was, and I'm, I can, I'm going to butcher his name, so I'm not even going to say, he's the new young gentleman who's playing Blade. Yes. So I don't want to butcher his name currently, so I'm not going to. So sorry, I didn't give him a shout out. But he is currently going to be playing Blade in the MCU. Which we knew, but this yeah. is... You got the Cosmic Eternals, and you're going to give us Blade. Blade. Yeah, they're like, they're, it makes no yeah. sense here. Like, well, even worse than all of that, not only are you giving us Blade, but here's the worst part about it all. They don't even show him. They do his voice, which we haven't seen or heard his voice because his movie hasn't fucking come out yet. Yeah. So so how are we supposed to know who it is? That's why everybody was guessing somebody else, and the director has to go back and go, well, actually, it was Blade. Well, she didn't even say Blade. She said the actor's name, which, if you didn't know already, a quick Google search showed that he's playing Blade. So who else would it be? Pony up the money, work with Sony. At the end of Morbius, after all the story is told, cut scene. Dr. Michael Morbius is standing there. All of a sudden, you just see a fucking sword chop his head off. And you just pan up, and you have Marshala Ali... And full blade regalia and just be like, I'm back, fuckers. He jumped, he jumped in there and tried to say the name. Congratulations. You could have just had a sword thrown at him or something, but ah, uh, uh, my God. Like, so when we got out of the theater and we all, were all thinking that the kid was right, that it was the watcher, and I was like, I was jokingly saying, like, do not try to attach this horseshit movie to something that's actually working with what if. Yeah, but. But that would have been at least 
all right, this is cool. Now we're tying in. Tying in something, right? So making this actually work. No, we're going into a superhero that hunts vampires in a fucking cosmic story. Fuck. Yeah. There's so many other characters. In a movie that's done. not slated to come out until the end of 2023, should, beginning of 2024. It should have been point. Doctor Strange. should have been yeah, Cumberbatch been as Doctor like Strange. Yeah. Even just his voice. Yeah. You didn't even have to show Which him. we would have known his voice. Yeah. Because, hey, we've seen that movie. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even Sorcerer Supreme from What If... Doctor Strange version. I don't care. It could have been Howard the Duck. It could have been Howard the Duck. It could have been Nick Fury. It could have been Party Boy Thor. Yeah, like any of anything because like like it or not, the whole thing is the sword's cursed. When he takes it, he has no choice but to go through with the corpse. Yeah, and so that's that's why him touching not touching it there was the big thing. Him getting shocked not to touch it. Right, but if you didn't know that, right, and it makes no fucking sense. And let me tell you something. Ken M filled me, filled me in with that information again because I forgot because that's how bleak of a character Black Knight really is. <laughs> like, like seriously, he's not. He has a Pegasus. <laughs> Pegasus. I seen the Pegasus. That's all he he fl- flies in with a Pegasus in most comics. I seen the Pegasus. That, 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 that is a thing. I don't understand why he's trying to, like, rescue Cersei anyways. The love story was not between him and Cersei. The love story was her and Icarus. The whole movie. The 5,000. The whole we, movie. The yeah. sex scene was those two. The wedding, you know, because yeah. these two artificial beings got married yes. under the eyes of whatever gods that they could. This wasn't his love story. No, exactly. That's a weird part about it. Well, before we give our scores, we're going to go around and talk about other scores around the internet currently. But, you know, we like to have a little fun with that because... Time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> Last week, of course, Ron clean sweeped Diesel. Can he do it again? Or will Diesel reclaim the crown? It's time to play the game. And of course, how we play the game is it's pretty much Price is Right rules. Whoever comes closest to the number without going over gets the point. Unless it's the final question, which is a tiebreaker. We don't have ties here. And in that case, it's the closest to the number. But that's only if we need the tiebreaker. We always do it for funsies. But if we need the tiebreaker, that's how that works. So we must have a winner. So, Diesel, you are the challenger this week. You get to go first. IMDB, out of 10, using points, what did they give Eternals? It's going to be way too high. I don't care. Even if they give it a 1, it's way too high. Um, I'm going to give it IMDB an even 5. 5 for Diesel. Run. Oh. I'll give you a little wiggle room. I'll go six. Five, six. Dear point goes to Ron. It was 6.9 out of 10. Oh, I didn't think it would be that high. Next up, Ron, you'll go first on this. It is Metacritic. Critics only. Out of 100%, what did they give Eternals? Critics only? Critics uh, only. 42. Diesel. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I think it's going to be higher. I wanted to give like a 20, but 43. We're going one point over. Oh, he's trying to he's trying to preserve yeah, himself. He got it. And you know what? It is smart because Diesel gets the point. It was fifty three percent. Diesel, you get to go, and this is for the win for both of you. But for the win, you get to go first. Rotten Tomatoes. This is the critic score, not the combined score. What did they give Eternals? Uh, fifty. Ron, I, I can't remember. I remember hearing that it was a splat. So. Yeah, but that was combined score. Yeah, I still think it's a splat, regardless. The question is if it's lower or not. Diesel got 50. (sighs) Fuck you, Diesel. One or 51? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say 51. 
You guys both both dropped the ball. 48% on that. (laughs) Well, that means we're coming to the tiebreaker that is closest to the number without going over, and it's Google users. Ron, you're the defending champ. You get to go first. What did Google users give Eternals? Fuck you, Google users. 62. Diesel. 88, because <laughs> Google users cannot get below an 85. Wow, this was... I actually had to do math on this one to decide the winner. <laughs> and your winner and new Aww. champion, Diesel, as the score was 79%. Well, that's harsh for Google users. <laughs> so, you guys... You were only off by like 12, 12%, but he was only off by... Nine. <laughs> so I had to do the math in my head. I was like, oh, shit. No, usually one of you guys is rarely close. <laughs> Actually, both. Usually one of you is close. One of you is not. Yeah. And you were both very close. I was, it was within a few points, but we have a new champion, Diesel. But guess what? It is time to do our picks. And now we are, I will be giving my critic score at the end, but we are giving it our nerd score. Of course, the nerd score is a entertainment score and it is kind of a recommendation system all built into one. And the, and it goes as follows. It's a one through five scale. Each one has a different level. One is just no. Two is you've been warned. So both of those are not good. <laughs> uh, and then three is take it or leave it, which, you know, it's in the middle. It's, a, it's an average movie. So, but you don't have to rush out to see it. Four is just take my money. That means you should probably go to the theater and see it as quick as you can, even if you have to spend money on it. And, of course, five is certified nerd. And it is that rarefied error. Not many things have practiced to give you a a, a glimpse. Endgame. Avengers Endgame is a certified nerd movie. I do believe the last certified nerd movie, if I remember correctly. So, with that being said, let's go to Diesel first. Because we already know it's going to be low. On the nerd scale, what did you give Eternals? I begrudgingly give it the high score of one. Yeah, we really don't go below one. So, like, it's because it's an entertainment score. I do allow points if you guys want to use points, but one is definitely fair. Just no. Just no. Ron. I give it a two. Like, you've been warned. It's a Marvel movie. Go it's take not, it. Though. They broke the formula. They, they should have stuck with the formula. Yeah, I like, go get your take on it. I, 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 I don't know what else to say on it. Well, as my nerd score goes, I'm going to let you guys know. I gave, I had to look back, I gave uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage two points, but I only gave it the second point because of the awesome post-credit scene. This did not have an awesome post-credit scene, so this also, I'm with Diesel, gets a one, just no. Uh, so basically, if you average them all up two to one, it is just no. But we could say a 1.25 or 1.5 if you really want to go in. Uh, so pretty much it's not a very good score on the nerd scale. Now, my score out of 10, my critic score. The fact that the storyline got chopped up, the fact that they didn't stick to the plot, they just fucking messed up everything. The story was really convoluted and dumb. And, you know, there was a couple good action scenes. That's kind of what saves a little bit of pointage. And in the in the soundtrack, and of course, Cuneal was amazing in it. So, like, there's some things that save it. But with that being said, this is this is not an average movie. This is below average. I really was struggling with what I should give it. Uh, I'm going to split the difference and say this is a three and a half out of ten. And I think I'm being very fair. Okay. Goof. Uh, given Kumil and his ward scenes, which were actually entertaining, uh, giving us the brief glimpses into Thestus and Druig, 
I'll, I'll give it a two, two out of ten. <laughs> See, I was a little high for you. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I was a three. I, I was I was gonna go to a four because I did like some of the performances, but three and a, so I was like, I can't go. I can't really do it. Three was where my heart was, but I was like, you know what? I will give a shout out to our boy in that Bollywood dance for three and a half on my critic score. <laughs> the Bollywood so, dance scene was great. That scene was. is a ten. <laughs> so, dude, the fact that I called that right out front, fucking amazing. I loved it. <laughs> but we did things differently this week, Diesel, because this uh, this top three was actually suggested by our friend Ken M over there the odph uh so what is the top three and this is why we waited the top three notoriously bad movies you would rather watch over the eternals oh man i mean my number one is going to be easy to guess because i actually love the movie which is kind of funny but let's go uh let's go all right so i'm gonna go i'm aiming this bar super low except for my number one i'm gonna kind of make an exception and give a good one well what i think is good uh entertaining at least uh so my number three masters of the universe yeah, that was better. Hands down. That was better. Oh, that was better. Uh, number two, I would love to make the joke Dark Phoenix was better, but let's be honest, it wasn't. Uh, number two, though, oh, man, this is a tough, I, it's, it's even tough for me to say this one. It's, it's really, Dolph Lundgren Punisher, better movie. <laughs> And so, then number one, and I mean this wholeheartedly. Actually, so, I so like Dolph Rundgren movies are better than this movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then last but certainly not least, this number one, I'm giving some credit because I love this movie either way. It just gives me an excuse to say it again. Maximum Overdrive, <laughs> way better than this movie, and not even better. Wait a minute, it's not just better than this movie in entertainment value. It is a better made movie than this movie. It has a more sympathetic villain. You know, you kind of roll with the punches on that one. Yeah. You, you, it has a better soundtrack. It's got ACDC. It does have a guy who dies at the hands of a Coke can machine. Yes. Like, I mean, I feel like I feel like it's got everything you need in a movie. And it has Emilio Estevez for Diesel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he gets knocked out but dies of a Coke. He gets hit in his nuts like, first, and then he yeah. gets hit in the head with a Coke can. And then a stupid-ass kid comes over to check on him after he witnessed it and gets hit in the head, too. No, no. He puts on his mask. He's oh, a catcher yeah, mask. Right, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's like, he sees it happen, and he puts on the catcher mask, and it hits off the catcher's mask, and then he yeah, runs away. about that. He runs away. <laughs> All right. Top three, you run. Um, Mind you, these are bad movies. <laughs> well, there's, there's my, mine's more of a joke situation. If you, if you understand, number three, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> uh, fair, very fair. <laughs> number two, <laughs> Titanic. Oh, <laughs> very fair, very fair. <laughs> does it does it crack the 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 barrier here? I, let's hear your number one, oh. John Wick. <laughs> Like worse than John Wick. Holy shit, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Lady, I feel like I feel like it's the, the, I, the, this top three was three four years in the making. <laughs> I feel like that it was just come on, come with it. <laughs> Something was better than John Wick. Diesel. All right, you guys all know I'm a pussy when it comes to horror movies and shit like that. You can line up the Human Centipede trilogy. Oh, has more wow. sympathetic characters, a better storyline, tugs at your heartstrings more than this horseshit tried to. Oh. Number two. <laughs> that was only one. That was only three. Number two. The Andy Dick classic, Best Men. Oh, shit. Good callback, by the way. Good callback to an old-time battle between Ron and Diesel. I love it. Good callback. And number one. I should use that one. The first Marvel movie that tried oh, he's gonna say it. to have a award-winning director. He's going to say it. Eric Bana's Hulk, made by Ang Lee. 
Such a good movie compared to There it is. You got a knife. You should have done Best Men number one. I should I should have called Best Men. I just I just want to put it this way, Diesel, with your everybody's list. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. Beautiful list, gentlemen. Yeah. I can't I can't stretch how much this movie was bad. I almost said Electra. It was not worse than Electra. Electra was a cinematic Dude, no, gold no, compared to this. One. I can't go that far. Dude, at least you had the guy who had the tattoos that turned into what they were. That was fucking <laughs> badass. Also, also, I couldn't go with Venom Let There Be Carnage, even though it was a great joke. I did rate it technically lower than Venom Let There Be Carnage, but that was a bad movie too. I've seen really two really bad comic book movies this year. Like really yeah. bad. Like I, I'm I almost should have made the joke that Double Dragon was better. Double Dragon <laughs> at least has eye candy. True, true that, yo. <laughs> well, with that being said, that brings us to the end of the show. But before we go, we got to pay them bills. That means we got to do some shameless plugs. That means if you can hear my voice, you know how to find us. But do your friends know how to find us? Do their friends know how to find us? It's simple. You type in three fat nerds into any search bar on any podcast provider, and booyakasha, there we are. Remember, for everything we talk about, it is the number three, not the word three. While you're there, you might as well hit that follow or subscribe button so our show gets delivered to you each and every week automatically. We've also gone full meta. Facebook. Type in that search bar, Three Fat Nerds Podcast. You're going to find our page. You're going to like our page. You're going to comment, rate, review, help us spread the word of nerd. I, I'm going to really hate when that goes over officially because now I'm going to have to get used to saying meta. It <laughs> fucking sucks. Or he has. If you like pull up Messenger and yeah, yeah, pull yeah, the thing, I, it says buy meta and you're just like yeah Ugh. yeah but i'm just saying uh, yeah yeah anyways but with that being said we're also on things that aren't changing their name twitter instagram <laughs> and tiktok three fat nerds pod throwing that in front of it and you guys can pair us up on there make sure you're following us remember hashtag 3fn pod for all the social medias and if you disagree with our thoughts on anything you've heard tonight Three fat nerds pod at gmail.com. It's been a while since we got hate mail. That is true. Uh, Twitch.tv slash 607 podcast is the place to be. Make sure you show up. We got some big stuff happening over there. Of course, every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, myself and Ken M from the ODPH talking all things pro wrestling on 607 TWS. Of course, we'll be back this upcoming Saturday, November the 13th, as we uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because we will be live reacting and commentating for AEW's full gear. And then the following week, uh, November 20th we will be uh, that's a Saturday night 9pm Eastern Standard Time it is 607 Podcast Movie Night and we are watching the classic documentary Superheroes we've talked about for so long and I did give the tease out last week at 607 TWS that there I will be telling the story of how I once hit on a girl <laughs> using Master Legend lines from that movie. We will talk about that. There, there it is. There's a promise for me to you guys. And then, of course, the next night on November 21st, which is a Sunday, we'll be live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch to uh, live, commentate, live commentate and react to WWE Survivor Series. A very busy month for us over there on twitch.tv slash 6 podcast. Make sure you're following us. And also, there has been some... Uh, like problems with notifications for Twitch. So the best way is to make sure that you're following at three fat nerds pod and at OD parlay hour on Twitter. Cause we're always putting up when we're going live. So then you don't have to worry about it. Also, uh, speaking of which, if you would like to, do, uh, if you would like to donate, yeah, you can donate, we can call it that. Or would you like to support us monetarily? You can do that at Patreon, patreon.com slash eight, one, two, two productions for as little as $1 a month. You get a ton of extra bonus content and you help support our show. So please make sure if, uh, if you're in the giving mood this holiday season, to go jump in there and I'll tell you what if you jump in now in December we are giving on a Christmas gift which is all knit beanies 
So they're going to be 3FN knit beanies. You guys aren't going to want to miss that one. Of course, it was too late for everybody to get the shirts. Shirts are already ordered. We're just waiting on them, uh, and uh, then we'll be shipping them out. But everybody for October was getting a 3FN shirt. And uh, we were going to do the giveaway this week, but we're going to push it back a week only because I am still working out what I'm going to give you guys because I'm working with our sponsors. Uh, so you guys are going to get something cool as we, you, we usually try to give out. So with that being said, join up. $3 tier gets you uh, in on the giveaways and gets you so much more. But $1 a month is all we ask to get all the awesome bonus content on patreon.com slash 8122 productions. 8122 productions as in going to H to the double T to the P to the colon to the backslash to the second backslash to the 81 double deuce P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S. I know we've mentioned this before, Ron, but he's really aging himself with his internet addresses because <laughs> you don't need to put any of that in. You can no. just put 8122productions.com in. It's going to send us straight to right us. Right here. These, these white hairs, those are what's dating me Also, now. Also, when you go with the whole professional one, they've gotten rid of one of the backslashes. Yes. So it's only one backslash. Mm. No. I know. I, I know you're never going to change. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> These white hairs, they remember the double backslash. <laughs> Although I am wishing that I would have, uh, when I got the choice, I would have picked something better like .net or .org. Because .com seems so passive. .eu. Because <laughs> I had the option to add that. But anyways, with that being said, 8122productions.com for all things 8122productions. Find out more about the Three Fat Nerds podcast. Find out about Horror Zone 607, 607TWS, and so much more. Uh, pretty soon we're going to have some video footage and pictures up from our time at New York Comic Con. And of course, we're going to start plugging it out there for our good friends at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. We're back on in August in uh, Vernon Downs in... Uh, Vernon, New York. Uh, it's right up there in the Utica, Syracuse area. It's going to be an awesome convention. Announces coming in the new year, so we'll be talking about it more going forward in the new year. Also, uh, you go while you're there, you can visit all those musical guests that provide us with their music. Of course, on this show, you heard the theme song by our good friend Shout at the Robots. You also heard Second Suitor with Sprinkles uh, for coming back for the Break for Jesus movie. Triple stuff. And uh, you can also support them. Also on there, there's information for Floodlands, uh, The Jasons, Tom Jolu, and, of course, the Phosphines from Melbourne, Australia. Go check those guys out. And you know what? Support all of those wonderful bands. You can support all of them on Spotify, Bandcamp, and YouTube Music. And last but certainly not least, we also have our local sponsors who help us bring this show to you each and every week. And, of course, first up, the people who provide us with the beautiful 8122 Production Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, that would be Dragon Master Games, located at 1235 Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your Magic the Gathering gaming needs, Visit them on the World Wide Web, DragonMasterGames.com. And of course, if you would like to find out about events at the store, because you're in the 607 or passing through, make sure you like them on Facebook, Dragon Master Games. And thank you to Rex to Rod's Auto Detailing, located at 2004 North Street in Endicott, New York. To call for an appointment, call 607-644-3389. When you're ready to put the pride back in your ride, don't forget to tell them the three fenders that you. Ronald? One out of ten stars. Good effects, shitty script. Titanic wasn't one of the worst movies I have seen. The idea is pretty good, and the special effects are extraordinary. But the script, man, how many cliches can you fit in one movie? Example dialogue as follows. Rose, you have a gift, Jack. You see people. Jack, I see you. Yuck. Want more? Jack, do you love him? Rose, you shouldn't be asking me this. Jack, it's a simple question. Do you love him or not? I'm sorry, you Titanic fans out there, but the movie didn't move or touch me in any way. I'd rather prefer Jerry Maguire as a romantic movie or Pretty Women. Also, the casting wasn't good. Uh, DiCaprio and his 
and his hair, as well as a speech irritated me, and I think Windless, although she is gifted actress, is too ugly for the role. I wasted chance for a good movie. One out of ten stars. Titanic just sucks, people. Diesel? (laughs) To be fair, if you replace the words Titanic with the Eternals, you're not far off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you ain't wrong. (laughs) Ah, With that being said, we've come to the end of the show this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully, uh, we've entertained you and made you laugh a little bit. Also gave you, uh, you know, the best of our opinions to our best. Uh, We enjoy doing it. And once again, we'll be back as we are every week next week with a whole new show for you. Of course, as I already said, we will be reviewing Rocky Four for Diesel's Movie Club. Cannot wait to do that. With that being said, though, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and more importantly, I have only one last thing to say, and that is later, nerds. Later. A sincere apology to James Cameron and Dennis Villanueva. You were right. The Marvel, it's flawed. Just end these movies. (laughs) Titanic just sucks, people. I just want to say... I'm glad that I brought back the Delta 8 for this shit.